Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Sacramento Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 5.9, baseball pass, front court to Embiid. Embiid fakes, pulls up, Cousins hooks it away. Embiid grabs it, launches to beat the buzzer for three, air ball, out of bounds. Kings get the win for the fourth consecutive game. The Kings have rallied in the fourth quarter. They were trailing by eight early in the fourth, and they end up winning it 102 to 100 for a very modest four-game winning streak. They've now won six of their last eight they improved their record to 14 and 17. They go a game over 500 here at Golden One Center with a seven and six record. Well, how about that, Kings fans? Another Sacramento Kings victory. That's four straight. It's been fun watching this team get into a little bit of a groove. Welcome in to another edition of Locked On Kings. Hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas. Some time off with friends, with family, with loved ones, enjoying what we have right now, which is a good thing going for the Sacramento Kings. I'm Jason Ross here for you each and every day, talking NBA, talking Kings in a on-demand format here on the podcast, Locked on Kings. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Audio Boom, and Stitcher, and we're going to be here for you. You can just rely on us to get game recaps, analysis, quotes, comments, highlights, uh, interviews, features, all those kind of things. We're going to do it for you on a daily basis. If those of you are new to this podcast, we thank you for checking in. And uh, let's just jump into what happened on Monday night at Golden One Center, right after the Christmas holiday, the Kings playing their Philadelphia 76ers. They had two complete days off, and it looked like it. I know two days off doesn't seem like a lot because usually in the NBA you're either playing or practicing maybe one day off, but two days off with all the distraction, and it just was a rusty game. I think really for both teams, Philly was coming in with not a great record, but with some really good young talent, and they're a team that had owned the Kings, believe it or not, in Sacramento, even in this stretch of years where they haven't been a good team. They had owned the Kings at home, so Sacramento had won three straight, four or five, but they would win. 102-100 was the final, and a lot of different people Played well. Coach Yeager had 11 guys play. Rudy Gay was back. Omri Caspi was back. And the Kings found a way to win and now improve their record to 14-17. and And let's just jump right into it and uh, listen back to how it was pulled off by the Kings. Pass to Cousins. Immediately double drops a great no-look pass to Ben McLemore. All the starters have now scored as McLemore timed it beautifully. Coming hard on the right baseline. Cousins off the double team for the assist. It's now 34-31. Sixers have Embiid shooting for three to tie it, and he does exactly that. Joel Embiid with his 25th made three-pointer, shooting 41% from downtown. 
This is the second time that this game has been tied. Philly has not led. It's now 34-34. And Bede comes up to set a high pick for Rodriguez. He rolls, drops it off his hip. It's grabbed by Caspi. Weaves his right, then weaves left. He takes it into the lane. He twists. He scores. Nice job by Omri Caspi against Robert Covington. He turned him once. He turned him a second time and then was able to control the layup attempt. Collison brings it into the front court with a high screen from Collie Stein. Feeds the pass to Collie Stein and throws down the jam. Oh, that exploded quickly. Collison to Collie Stein. Cousins was like a decoy on that play. Kings lead 58-54. That was nicely done. Here's a drive and a kick. Wide open. Sharage for three. Makes the Kings pay. 12 points in the quarter for Dario Sharich. Lead back to five for Philadelphia. Wow. Sharich is impressive. To Rudy now. Rudy on the left wing inside the three-point arc against Henderson. Threes up, goes power jab. Rudy Gay off the dribble. You talk about throwing one down with authority. That was as quick a move off the dribble as we've seen this season from Rudy Gay. Frequently, he takes time to gather himself at the rim, but this time it was a quick spin and a quick result. Here's Lawson on the left wing. Comes to the middle of the floor. Pulls up at the top of the arc. He's going to fire for two. Score the basket. The Kings have now scored 11 unanswered. They've taken a three-point lead at 83-80. And Ty Lawson off the bench in 18 minutes now has 12 points. Cousins now at the left elbow, hands the ball to Lawson in three-point range. Comes out to set the pick. Now the pass cross court, broken up. Embiid going to go the length of the floor, chased by Lawson. Power jam by Embiid. How can a big man run that quickly, explode like that, and give his team the lead? He did everything there. With the steal, oh my, I just look at Bobby Jackson. He's just wincing and shaking his head like in disbelief. 86-85 Philadelphia, tremendous play by Embiid. Collison starts left, goes right, then picks up the dribble, lobs to Rudy. He's baseline, steps back, feeds on top to Cousins, swings to the near side. Temple's uncovered for three. He's got the triple. Garrett Temple delivers with 58 seconds to go. Timeout Philadelphia. Kings regain the lead at 96-95. His first score of the night. Only the fourth shot he's taken. Only the sixth three-pointer the Kings have made in 24 attempts. But boy, did that come at the right time for Sacramento. Kings have Rudy Gay putting the ball in play to Darren Collison. Here comes the high screen from Cousins. Collison rolls right, feeds it back to DeMarcus. He's in three-point range. He launches for three. He scores the three. That was a, oh my gosh, is he going to shoot it? Yes, he is. And then he buries it. Cousins has 29. Kings lead 99-97. Philly takes its final timeout. 20.9 seconds to go. All right, there's a little audio recap, courtesy of the G-Man, the radio play-by-play voice of the Sacramento Kings, Gary Gerald. And, you know, the Kings, let's kind of give you a quarter-by-quarter analysis and breakdown of how it happened as the Kings got off to a great start. This was exactly what you wanted off the break, off the little bit of a delay in playing a team that you think you're better than. The Kings jumped on them quickly, 13-2, and you're thinking, okay, this is exactly the way this night needs to go. But it wouldn't. It wouldn't last long. Kings would lead almost the entire way in the first half, at least. But after one quarter, it was 24-23, even with that great start. But the Kings, there were some signs of good things going on. Cousins had 10 in the quarter. They scored 18 points in the paint. Shooting percentage started great, but then really trailed. But you're thinking, okay, if they get 18 points in the paint in the first quarter, they're well on their way to a huge night in the paint. That usually leads 
to success. So we go to the second quarter. Costa Kufis, who started, was in the major foul trouble, had four fouls by halftime. Embiid was really starting to show his impact in the game. And Rudy Gay, who was back and in the mix, got off to a terrible start, was just two of nine at halftime. But with all that said, the Sacramento Kings led 51-47 at halftime. We go to the third quarter, and the third quarter was a bad, bad quarter for the Kings. Kings did not make a three in the quarter. They went 0 for 6. Dario Saric, who had not scored in the game, their rookie came in and scored 12, all 12 of his points in that third quarter. Kings only scored 19 while giving up 30. And the other interesting part about the third quarter, we mentioned the four fouls on Costa Kufis. Willie Cauley-Stein started the second half. And a counter, Brett Brown, the coach of the Sixers, didn't start Jaleel Okafor. He started Ursan Ilyasova. So the teams went a little bit smaller to start the second half. It seemed to benefit Philadelphia. Kings uh, had only attempted three free throws until 142 left in the third quarter. So they just weren't getting a lot of calls. Now, that would change by the end of the game. But at that point, they weren't getting freebies at the line. They were trailing the Sixers, and they were going into the fourth quarter now down 77-70. to So the previous three games on this win streak, the Kings had come back and beaten Portland when they hadn't done it all season. Then they beat Utah, so they did it two times in a row. Then they beat Minnesota. So three-game win streak all coming from behind in the fourth quarter after not doing it all season. Again, not a good recipe for success, but the Kings would have to do that again to come back. And thank goodness that Rudy Gay was back because he got off to a great start in the fourth quarter, gave the Kings the lead. They would actually extend their lead, and you're thinking, all right, at 85-80, at about six minutes to go, from down uh, their high point of eight to now up five, it was looking like, all right, now the Kings look like the better team. They're going to go away with this one and get a comfortable win. Not the case. Back and forth they would go. We would get lead changes in that fourth quarter. 11 lead changes, excuse me, 10 lead changes, seven ties. Most of that happening in the fourth and final quarter. But Sacramento would prevail and just some amazing defense at the end by DeMarcus Cousins. An incredible gutsy shot by DeMarcus Cousins, a three over TJ McConnell. And then also a key pass by Cousins in the fourth where he moved it across the key after he was double teamed and they found Garrett Temple for his only made three. And Sacramento wins 102-100. A couple of things I found of note that were really interesting in the game. And we always talk about how now basketball is positionless, how the game is really changing. We keep our eye on the three-point differential. Well, Philly made nine, Kings made seven. It wasn't a huge night from threes. The point, though, at the end of the game, DeMarcus Cousins takes a contested three over a guard in the final minute that proved to be a huge shot. He swished it. It was beautiful. Thought it was a bad decision to take it, but he made it. He's got the skill set to do it. And then after Philly was down two late, they went for the win, and it was Joel Embiid shooting the three for the win. It was blocked by Cousins, got a second look at it, and then missed that one. But how about that? Your, your bigs, your biggest players shooting threes for the biggest baskets of the game in the closing minute. And I just think that's how it shows you how much this game truly has changed. DeMarcus ended with 30 points. Rudy Gay had 17, 12 from Ty Lawson. Joel Embiid led the Sixers with 25. They fell to 7-23. and 23. These two teams will play again. That'll conclude that eight-game road trip. It'll actually be a part of that uh, road trip that comes in uh, February. They'll make up that game that uh, was kind of washed out earlier because of condensation on the court or had to be made up. So, uh, But Philly is going to be tough later on when they get all these guys developed. But, man, 
Good win for the Kings. Just found a way to do it. Totally sloppy, though. 19 turnovers for Sacramento. It certainly can get better, and hopefully it will get better sooner than later for the Kings. But let's go ahead and hear from Coach Yeager, his reaction to the win. You know, he, he keeps growing. You know, uh, he knows it has to be done at the defensive end to win. And, uh, and he's really locked in, uh, doing a great job defensively and, and talking about where guys should be and helping each other from the back line. And uh, it's always difficult as a big because, you know, you're going to switch everything else, but you put the biggest guy in pick and roll. So he ends up defensively being a lot of pick and rolls. And, you know, that's not easy. That wears you out, too. And uh, he did a great job down the stretch. Again, he's, he's just been absolutely fantastic. He's playing at an incredibly high level. Uh, he's been a great teammate, and uh, he's the reason, you know, one of the main reasons uh, uh, that we've, you know, had some success here. And, you know, there's certainly been other guys, too. Coach, uh, Ty Lawson played really well tonight. Uh, earlier in the season, you talked about how pace was an issue with him. What has changed? Because he's really kind of come on as of late. He's really good. Yeah, and he's playing really well. So, uh, you know, he's, he's, he gets guys shots. He makes the game easy for people and gets up and down the floor and gets into the paint. And uh, he's shooting it really well. And uh, he's got, a you know, certainly a high level of experience. And uh, it's been, you know, been very successful week uh, because of Ty Lawson. DeMarcus was very complimentary of uh, Joel Embiid after the game. Just your thoughts on on him and that matchup and, and being able to see that tonight. Yeah, he's he's terrific. I mean, you're not. It's kind of should be illegal to be that big and that skilled at the same time. So uh, he's got a he's got a terrific future and try to give him you know different looks against young guys of where you might double team or support uh, the ball from. Uh, but the sky's the limit. Goodness gracious, is he good? He's really good. Coach, down eight in the, in the uh, fourth, you put Rudy in, and he kind of ignites that, gets, gets you guys going with that run. Just in the way he was able to play tonight, did you, were you, did you expect him to be able to be able to kind of get going as the game wore on? Because it seemed like he was a little off to start the game. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he had a good stretch. And I thought it was good to put him with with that group. That's an energy group. Um, ball moves. Uh, he doesn't have to worry. You know, sometimes, and then that's the same thing with Demarcus. They're they're good teammates and they're conscientious. So they they look for um, the other. And when the other's not on the floor, sometimes you can just pin your ears back and get aggressive. And he was able to do that. Got I think he got three, got a three, and then uh, a couple other buckets and gets fouled or whatever. So uh, he was aggressive and put us on his shoulders there for a couple minutes. And then uh, Demarcus did the same thing, which is which is terrific. Just terrific. Coach, you went deeper on your bench than you usually do. What was it that went into that decision? Go 11 deep. Yeah, I don't know. Just trying to keep chemistry good, and you know, it's uh, it's been easy when guys are injured. Uh, it's certainly more difficult and creates lots of controversy when when uh, you know we have a lot of guys that are even but are different kinds of players. So then it's it comes back at me all the time. So I just played a lot of guys, and I thought everybody was ready to play. Um, after a couple of days off, you saw the rust. Uh, there was some nastiness and some sloppiness to it, but uh, it was a good team win. That you know, locker room feels good, and uh, you know they were singing on the plane on the way home from Minnesota. I mean, you know, it's you know two weeks ago where were we? You know, and and that's why you don't get too low. I don't slip my wrists, you know, over four losses in a row, and, and don't think that we're going to win the championship yet. We're just going to keep building. You know, we might win the championship. In each of these four wins, they've all been fourth quarter wins. I think you've scored at least thirty in the fourth quarter in each of the last four games. What does it do for a team's confidence that I mean, you can continually pull out close games like this in the fourth quarter? Yeah, we should play better in the first three quarters. You know, and then I go crazy at the end of the third quarter, try to get their attention, and then we go, like, crazy. And, uh, you know, I thought the first half we were 
expectedly sloppy, but I thought we had a chance to, you know, have a nice lead in the first half. We got to get better at that. We did the same thing in Minnesota. It's a part of the process. I can't believe I said that. I didn't mean to. <laughs> part of the process. Yeah, well, Coach having a little fun there with the uh, nickname Trust the Process. That is, of course, how they refer to Joel Embiid. Um, and doesn't like the pro, you know, the example of coming from behind, but the bench was good. And Coach also said it there. He's in a difficult spot. We mentioned this almost from our preseason preview of this team. They really legitimately have a lot of guys that can play and probably should play. And I say from DeMarcus Cousins is clearly the best player. Rudy is the second highest level player. And then from that point on, the differential between, if you just go to guards, point guards, Collison and Lawson isn't much. In fact, we haven't seen those two guys play well together. Collison was playing better in the earlier part of the season. Lawson's playing really well right now. McLemore and Temple are a little bit different, but the talent level isn't great difference. Caspi and Barnes and Tolliver and Colley Stein and Kufis, it's it they're all kind of the same guy, and though there's little sub degrees of you know, there's nuance in their in their differences, but it's hard to play that many players. And Coach had some, a good flow going with Rudy and Omri out because he, he was playing all the guys that probably should play. Well, now you add those two back. He ended up playing 11 players. Nobody played less than, let's see, Willie played the fewest, about 12 and a half minutes. But even in that, nine points and four rebounds. Just got contributions from a lot of guys. Still, the bench was solid. It was good to see Rudy back after his slow start. And again, if there could be one thing I would say now to, to adjust, Lawson is playing really well off the bench. If Collison can get going, I think that would be really good to see this team having two point guards play well. But uh, Coach was happy with the win, at least to get through it, and he's he's right. You can't be too high, too low. I mean, fans should enjoy this. They really should. But there's a lot of season left, and they just got to keep prodding along. And you could just tell the top seven teams in the West kind of have their things going. They have their flaws too, but they're clearly above 500. From Sacramento down, all those teams have things going against them, either talent deficiencies, injuries, a slow start. Well, the Kings are in that mix, and we were talking, I don't know, not that long ago, a little over a week or two ago, that the Kings weren't that far out of eighth. Hey, they're trailing Portland. Well, Portland has gone to a nosedive. The Kings have gotten hot, and here they go flying right past them. It can change that quickly. We warn you that January is brutal for the Kings, so keep trying to get victories if you're the Sacramento Kings and just keep this rolling as long as you possibly can because... You know, I think in this win streak, they've done some good things. The game on Monday night certainly was not their best game, but finding ways to win close games is really, really important. And uh, one guy that's going to talk about that right now is DeMarcus Cousins. I mean, even with this win, I think we made a lot of mistakes tonight. Um, I think we made this game hard on ourselves. Uh, 19 turnovers, I had five myself. Um, we can't have we can't have these type of games because this could have easily slipped away from us. But um, I mean, with that being said, I'll take the win, of course. But uh, we just got to keep getting better as a team and uh, you know just keep working. We still got a lot of room for for improvement, so uh, we just got to keep working. From that same note, coaches talked about the fact that earlier in the season, the same situation, you guys find yourself down, maybe had to fight back by 20 or so, and 25. Um, but what has been the difference in the 
I think we're giving us. I think the way we're coming out early in games is a lot different than how we were early in the season. So uh, that's been a help. And I mean, like I've been saying all year, us in the fourth quarter, I'm confident. It's come down to uh, defensive play, sorry, Sean. Um, especially kind of during this one streak. I mean, you started in Portland with the block. You had the block tonight. I mean, it's been something that not only you have contributed, but as a team defensively in the fourth quarter. I, I think we're starting to get it. Uh, I think the team is, is starting to realize what's going to win games for us, and it's, it's not who can score the most points or you know highlights or whatever the case may be. But it's, it's us playing defense, us getting stops, us getting stops in you know in a row. So uh, I think guys are starting to buy in, and um, like I said, we're on the right path. But the scary thing is we still got a lot of improvement. We, I mean, we still got a lot of room for improvement. First time you've seen him beat, what was it? <laughs> that kid's special, man. Like, he, like all jokes aside, I, I really think he's a, a good player. And um, I mean, we were joking a little bit. This is my first time ever interacting with Embiid, so uh, and also feeling how physical he is as well. So uh, I think, I mean, we were joking around, and uh, he, I think he's a cool guy, good kid. But uh, his talent is through the roof, and once he gain, like under, gets better understanding the game, he's. It's going to be scary, man. Like, that's a special kid. Did you enjoy that kind of interaction you had early on? It's like you guys are kind of getting more physical and having fun. Yeah, it was fun. And I appreciate, you know, them just letting us play. Uh, that, that, was a, that was a good matchup. That was a fun battle. So um, that, it was good. What has been about the fourth quarter, though? I mean, pretty much when it's for you guys, put 30 points at least in each of those fourth quarters. Um, defense improves dramatically, it seems, in that fourth quarter. Uh, I guess how antennas go up. I, I can't really, you know, put my finger on it, but uh, whatever it is, I'm, I'm happy with it. So, um, like I said, if we can put four quarters together, we'll be playing the fourth. We'll probably be undefeated this year. <laughs> you guys got down by eight in the fourth, and then Coach puts Rudy in with that group, and then he gets going, and then that gets you guys back ahead, and you can go in and keep going. During, during these last four, six, eight games, it's, it's a different guy every time you guys go out and do it. This, what's that been like? I think it's a good thing. Um, it shows that every, every guy on the bench is ready to play. So uh, every guy is, is helping us get wins. It's not just one or two guys. So uh, it shows that I, I mean, I appreciate these guys on the bench. They're ready to play at all times. And it's been said, any given night, it can be anybody's night. And I think what DeMarcus brings up is the fact that you you have to believe you can come back, and this team did that. I don't think they ever looked uh, shaken by the deficit. I think DeMarcus made a lot of great decisions in the end of the game, and at times when this team has gotten down in the past, he's really four shots, tried to do too much by himself. Now, we can debate. I do think his three-pointer was a bad shot, but it's a shot he can make. It wasn't totally a force because he was shooting an open three. A three, I'll say, is open over someone that he's much taller than and had a clean line of sight on it. So, I mean, it's something he could definitely make. I just don't know if that was the particularly best decision. Loved the result because it went in. But even before that, when he's doubled and gets it across court to Temple, Kings move the ball right there. Cousins just didn't force as many shots. Was efficient, 10 of 20. And that's 50%. You'll take that. Made all but one free throw. Hit a couple of threes. Had seven boards, five assists, three steals. He talked about the five turnovers. That's an, He's going to have the ball a lot. He'll make some mistakes. But he was really, really good again in his 30 points. He also was quick to um, praise Joel Embiid. And I'll say this. I was excited to see him play. And seeing him in person 
that is a massive man. I mean, all these guys are huge as NBA players, but to see someone else that just looks that big, that long, his hands are humongous, he's strong, he was physical with Cousins and actually moved DeMarcus around. That doesn't happen a lot. And we've seen guys like Gobert who are longer than him that DeMarcus can push around, but Gobert can still block his shots. This was a guy that was just about as physical as DeMarcus, quick, athletic, could stay with DeMarcus, and they have him on that minute limit at 28. He almost played 29, and DeMarcus, I think, was right to praise him. I mean, he is good. He's got a good future ahead, and I hope he stays healthy for his sake. But Joel Embiid, very, very impressive. First matchup that those two guys have ever had, and that was a good one. That was a lot of fun. That was that was worth watching, certainly, for Sacramento. So they're winning the close games. They welcome Rudy back. He was good. DeMarcus was great again. The fourth quarter defense in this win streak. This was the most points they've allowed in the fourth quarter, and it was 23. But they've given up 22, 20, 20, and 23. That's huge in the game's biggest quarter. And the Sacramento Kings win to go to 14 and 17. Your final 102 100. Next up for the Kings, a trip to Portland to take on the Blazers, and then they close out 2016 back at home New Year's Eve against Memphis. Well, we hope you enjoyed today's edition of Locked on Kings, a recap of the Kings' win over the Sixers. We'll be back tomorrow for another edition of Locked on Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily Sacramento Kings podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team, every day. And something without water love Bears heavy on my mind Then I look at you And the world's alright with me Just one look at you And I know it's gonna be It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.